Hey lovelies and welcome back to Gloss Girl Diaries. I'm Tina and I'll be joined by my beautiful co-host Candice where we are going to unlock the secrets to bridal beauty but also navigate the twists and turns of wedding planning. So grab a seat or pop your headphones on and let's chat. And welcome back to Gloss Girl Diaries. Today I'm super, super excited because I have a couple of my Gloss Girls online today. So everybody welcome. Candice, my co-host and my beautiful girl, Elizabeth, who today we're going to talk about the grooms. I know, I know, but they're important too. So let's talk about everything to do with the groom in the lead up and the fun stuff about barbering and beard care. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Oh, this is exciting. <laughs> yeah. Love it, love it, love it. So mm. here's a little bit of backstory, everybody. Um, both of these beautiful girls are barbers. They've done their barbering course or worked in barbering. It's just a whole thing for these two. So basically, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy the show. <laughs> Yay! So um, I'm going to actually let you lead, Candice, and, uh, you know, you know a lot of this stuff, but I think it's super important that everybody understands. Um, You know, it is important for the men too, when to have your hair cut, when to have your beard done, how to look after your beard on the day and before, Um, you know, so they look and feel their best as well. I mean, and a little bit of, um, you know, skincare care comes into there as well, and I know that Candice will love to talk about that because she's obsessed with skincare. Absolutely. yeah, I'll leave yeah. it up to you girls. Knock yourselves out. <laughs> yeah. So I think um, some grooms are a little bit lost when it comes to this kind of stuff. Like I have had requests to go and do a bit of makeup on the groom um, or, you know, the groom's hair, and that, that's obviously a service that we provide as well. Um, and, yeah, like, I've had grooms that have had a bit of sunburn or, um, you know, they have a little bit of, like, acne or breakouts, um, and so I will put makeup on them. but. Also, styling their hair and styling their beard is something that we get requested to do as well. So there is a service that we can add that in. Um, but let's talk, Elizabeth, about if they're doing it themselves. Yeah. So if they're styling their own beard and styling their own hair. So let's start with hair, I guess. What what do you recommend doing or how far in advance do you do you recommend getting their actual hair cut? Okay, so everybody has heard that there's only one week between a good haircut and a bad haircut, and I I don't believe that's true. Guys in particular have very, very strong growth patterns on their head, so their hair may not necessarily actually sit appropriately to the way that they've been having it cut. So I think actually starting back a couple of weeks to months beforehand to find a style that suits the way your hair grows is actually really, really important to getting a good cut that suits your face, sits well, and isn't going to be really difficult to manage the morning of your wedding day. I think the last thing the guys want to be doing is standing there 
in the mirror trying to figure out how the how the how the barber gets it to happen when they're in yeah. the salon um it's a really important day for the guys as well and you know there, there's going to be video and photo evidence so <coughs> everybody wants to look their absolute best on the day so i would i would start probably at least having that discussion if you haven't got a stylist who knows your hair like the back of your hand finding somebody who's willing to work with you to get a plan together to find out what's going on there I'd start probably a good three months out but before the actual wedding day depending on how your hair grows back that's another thing some guys they can just go a week and it looks great some guys need to grow their hair in for two weeks so it's really really personal and the sooner you start the better really yeah, yeah, absolutely. And understanding how it's going to sit um, on the day is super important. So um, obviously we both recommend never cutting it on the day uh, because you can always tell that a haircut has been, like it's a fresh cut, um, unless you want to go for that fresh cut look. But then, Well, also, what if something goes wrong? Well, that's what I was about to say. If something goes wrong, then you've got a terrible, <laughs> terrible haircut. I You've mean, got to imagine. change your head. Yeah, what if absolutely. You, what if you I would have, <laughs> if I have had um, clients of mine who I've had seen them for a very long time and if they had a close shave and a fade, I would do that the week before, but that is the only exception because that fade can grow out very, very fast. But even then, it's more just taking care of the sides, taking care of like their sideburns, but not actually the whole haircut. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you're not not getting your haircut regularly, it's not kept and maintained in a style and you just go in off the cuff on the morning of your wedding and getting your haircut, it's yeah you can tell and um it's a, it's a little pet peeve of mine actually <laughs> <laughs> i i have turned up to um to style the groom and all of the groomsmen have said oh, can you just give me a really quick haircut and you're like um <laughs> no sorry <laughs> i like have you've, you've got to book in for that you know at least a week in advance i have had one guy who uh, he came in the morning of his wedding because the bucks night they all had a little bit too much fun and decided to shave hot cross buns patterns <laughs> in their head and this groom comes in and he has got like a number two like right up the middle of his head oh my goodness who oh my God. does that did the bride walk away I, I don't know, but I was just, I was there, I was cutting his hair and I was like, oh my God. So like, did you make it work? We had to just shave it down. We had to just do a very close fade. Um, He had really, really yeah. fine hair. So I actually oh. got some tinted dry shampoo and oh, yeah. sprayed that into his In hair the, to make into it the gap. a little bit thicker. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there are tricks that we can do um, when we are styling, and there's a few different products. Um, I mean, yeah, to, let's to not sort of to patch to patch <laughs> in um, gaps and um, like if if someone has a little bit of a bald spot or that kind of stuff, we can patch it in. Um, so I guess that's another service that that we can add to the repertoire. Um, but yeah, if something's shaved in, we cannot really fix <laughs> shaving unless we shave it all off right yeah absolutely mm. I would mm-hmm. just say um just hide the clippers 
if they're having a bad yeah. night, just hide the clippers. Hide the clippers. <laughs> That's hilarious. And so like there's other parts that we can groom as well. Like obviously eyebrow, so a big thing. You know, if if you've got longish um longish eyebrows, you can always sort of trim those back too and just have a bit more of a manicured look on your day. Where else do you recommend trimming? So I actually trim the um that brows and their ears as well. Guys can yeah. have little rogue hairs that come out of their ears and stuff and that sort of starts when they're about coming like 30s onwards they can, mm-hmm. they can get the little road guys so I do like to get those they tend to glisten in the sun a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. and nose hairs obviously as well is and a thing too you yeah. know so if you do want to look a little bit more polished um nose hairs is a big one um, because they as well glisten in the sun yes yeah yeah um okay and let's talk about beards so beards is such a big topic because some people love a beard some people shave a beard completely off for their wedding day and surprise their bride have you had that have you seen that I have and Mm. it's actually so I have so much to say about beards yeah me too (laughs) you go first there's there's so there's so little education and information out there for our grooms. Um, mm. Just just men in general coming into a, the world of beards, it's, it's a wonderful sort of way to really distinguish your jawline if you don't have a very strong jawline. And if you are used to wearing a beard and you want to surprise your, your wife-to-be and shave it off, there is actually... Um, some, some small things we can do to ensure that we get the closest shave p- possible without irritation and yeah. we don't have the education around that as well. So Yeah, because a lot of – yeah, well, let's go through it because a lot of people will get shaving rash or irritations when they are grooming their beards, when they are shaving it off to surprise their wife or, you know, they will – there are reactions and then, you know, the skin can be quite irritated underneath it. So let's talk about that. I'll hand the floor to you for a little bit. Sure. So uh, let's just, we'll start with the shaving your beard off. If you're going to, if you're just going to shave in general, you've got a, you've got a couple of days of growth there and you want to shave. Something that's really, really important to do is to use an exfoliant before you shave. That's just to break up any skin that's built up. The skin likes to sort of hang around the hairs on our beard. So it'll break that up, loosen that up so it's not going to sit over your shave and then create those lovely ingrown hairs that like to come up and really drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I always recommend grabbing a beard oil and actually really massaging that into the hair. And you'll find that that raspy sound when you're, sh- when you're massaging that in will eventually go away. Mm-hmm. And once that sound goes away, you know that your hair's actually softened down a considerable amount. Mm. I would definitely recommend grabbing a tea towel, a, just a face towel, getting it as hot as you can stand and holding that over your face for a good minute or two as well to also yeah. help soften everything up, yeah, open, that, open the pores. That's it, yeah. And that also helps the oil penetrate into the skin too. Yep, so that it's yeah. nice and smooth underneath. Yep. Yeah, and just going in with a clean razor. Um, if you have got very, very coarse hair and it's your wedding day, I'd use two. 
going with the the hair grain, not against, is really important for irritation. So what I like to do when I'm shaving a man's face is I will start going with with the grain of his hair, with the way that it wants to grow, and then I'll actually reapply the whole process again of moisturizer, a bit like a nice oil, a hot towel, let it sit for a minute, take it all off, apply your shaving cream, and then go against for a second time. If their skin can handle that, if you have really sensitive skin, it may not be able to handle that. So. Mm-hmm. Shaving the morning of is probably not something I would do. I'd probably start a week or two before just to make sure that our skin's going to be able to look nice during that time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely, I definitely recommend if you can avoid shaving the day before or the morning of, um, especially if you're doing a full beard to a clean shave, um, do it in stages if you need to. Um, but because it, what happens if you get like obviously not all guys want that five o'clock shadow, so they mm-hmm. want to shave on the day of their wedding. Are you just saying if you're doing a full beard removal, do the majority of it a week before and then just do your normal shave? the morning of yeah no shaving on the day at all oh Oh, no you can definitely shave on the day elizabeth you might have a different opinion but i say definitely shave on the day um to remove that five o'clock shadow but build up to it don't just get rid of it all in one go and make sure that you're doing that skincare underneath first so that the skin is prepped ready for it to be completely bare um yeah that's my opinion Yeah, I would shave on the day, absolutely, but I would um, do the beard removal the day before, like the morning before, um, just to give your skin a chance to be exposed to the world Um, because if you shave the morning of and you have some irritation, um, if you accidentally cut yourself and your skin's very sensitive there and hasn't seen a blade in a while, it can actually cause a little bit of issue there and irritation you know but like even even we know that shaving your legs is like um you know it can be raw for the first few hours yeah like when we shave so I think it's important to yeah have that prep time and maybe avoid using dead (laughs) all well no (laughs) um and what about styling of a beard Elizabeth what sort of what do you recommend about like how to style it because because that also is like your hair right like it it isn't just going to be styled in one style for the day you need to build up to that so what's your advice on that yeah so guys you can actually style your beard (laughs) (laughs) you're saying that most don't most don't like most don't so most guys they will just come into the they'll come into the shop with their beards as it is and then ask for a trim. And if they have a good barber and they're like, if they have a beard and they want it to look like those pictures that they see where they're just like, now that's a beard. Yeah. Their barber will blow dry their beard or will use some sort of hot tool to smooth those curly smooth hairs out. Yeah. And then cut it after it's been styled and they will have the crispest lines you have ever seen on your own beard hey also do they use um do they use the same sort of ironing tools that you use when you're doing a weave you know how or or do they just use a normal straightener or like a mini straightener 
I've got a heated beard brush and a beard comb. Is it comb like metal? Uh, well, yeah, actually, the one of the plates is, and then the brush is just like a normal heated brush that helps to um to sort of smooth it, but it it smooths it and straightens it at the same time. You still it doesn't straighten it like a hair straightener, um, but it just it just helps all those little frizzy bits kind of sit Love where they need episode. to be. I'm learning so much. Yeah, yeah, it really softens it out. You can also purchase, and I think you can actually get some from like a shaver shop. Um, you can purchase like the combs that have heating elements in them that yeah. actually get in there and smooth it all out. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then they're always finished with a product too. So there's like beard, um, like beard setting gels and sprays and serums and um, glues and stuff that will hold it all in place too. Um, there's a, a beard, um, not a bar, a beard wax. Uh, that's really good to use to hold those little stray hairs in place too. Yeah, I always recommend guys go in. Um, well, there's there's so there is like a whole routine that I recommend for guys that starts grooming their beard actually starts at the wash stage. Mm. And I think that's this is something that's really important that I'd like to talk about is using a, a shampoo for your beard. There is beard shampoo. You can't use shampoo that people use on their heads on your beard. It's not the same type of skin. No, mm-hmm. you can't. So guys go in and they use like head and shoulders in their beards because it gets built up under there. <laughs> well, yeah. you can get a lot of dry, dry skin under there because the skin doesn't see the the light. So there is usually a buildup of dead skin underneath there and that can look like dandruff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so the beard beard care, beard maintenance starts at the wash stage. So what you want to do is you want to find a beard shampoo, particularly one that has antibacterial properties in it, that's going to go in, you're going to massage that through your skin and your beard as well, and that's going to break up any dead skin. It's going to remove any bacteria that's harboring in there. Our beard hair is near our mouth. So there's when we talk and when we run our hands through our beard, a lot of bacteria gets in there. It's a really warm, moist zone. So that bacteria can actually um, grow and develop in there. Yeah. And food as well, right? Like a lot of food. (laughs) Yeah. Food. Absolutely. And just. Every it's it's surprising what gets in there, and I remember when I was doing my accreditation, that that we were told um, it's actually it's not uh, advised as a stylist to run your hands through a man's beard because it can be such an unhygienic place mm. that it's it sort of um, goes a little bit against regulations. They they do say use a comb for that service and not not your hands. That's why you see barbers with the combs as well. Yeah. But um, if you think about it, the bacteria that's in there, if you are having irritation because your beard's dry and it's making your face all scratchy, that bacteria is then breaking the surface barrier of your skin as well and creating pimples and ingrown hairs that can just create more and more problem so getting a beard shampoo that has an antibacterial property is going to be so great just for 
making you feel comfortable. It takes away that itchiness and you should be, depending mm-hmm. on your hair, you should be washing your beard at least two to three times a week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. not a once a week thing, um, just especially because it's around your face. What yeah. you want to do. You can comb it through, right? Yeah, you know, comb you, it you through. Comb. Yep. comb it yep. through, massage it through, rinse yep. it very, very thoroughly mm. because you want to you want to flush out all of that, um, just all of the stuff that has come off your face. Yeah. You want to follow with a beard conditioner. The beard conditioner, it's not just for your beard, it's for your skin as well. There are a lot of amazing products around. Um, there's one my husband used that I absolutely love. It's called Manscaped and oh, yeah. they have a whole range. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of their products include oils that are really hydrating and protective. So they're going to hydrate your skin. They're going to protect the beard hair. Beard hair is extremely fragile. It can snap quite easily. So having a conditioner after that, really, really important. After that, what you want to do is very gently, very gently dry your beard. So no roughing it up with a towel. We're trying to create less irritation and less friction in there. So just drying it off with a towel is more than enough. Yep. And that's when you want to go in with your beard balms. Mm-hmm. Yep, so absolutely. In and then you're going to style. And then I like to suggest the beard oils as a just a maintenance product, maybe the day after, and it's looking a little bit unruly, you can go and pop a beard oil in. Yep. Um, yep. And yeah, doing all of those steps before you even groom your beard is going to have your beard just looking super lush, mm. super great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. Love it. And this is all pre-stuff um, to get it looking its best for the actual wedding day um, or just to to make it look good um, and trim and, and sort of have that structure to it and it look healthy because um, some beads can look quite unhealthy. Um, so, yeah, use all those techniques to get the best and obviously start it before your wedding day. If you do it the day before, it's not really going to have a – a huge effect um so try and try and do it a little bit earlier yeah you would probably if you just went and bought sort of one thing of everything you needed you should keep up with it all the time but if you don't want to and you're just leading up to your wedding day just buy one thing of everything yeah and then just use that start using that a couple of weeks before Mm. yep yep amazing Awesome. Any other tips that you have for um, for grooms, even on their wedding day or, yeah, leading up to it? Yeah, I do. So if you have uh, particularly really dark hair and you've got a couple of greys in there, I have had a, um, a client of mine who he used to have his hair dyed, but his wife didn't want it dyed. She wanted it natural for his wedding day. And he had a lot of greys and that really bothered him. So we plucked them out. He had enough hair on his oh, head. Yeah. You yeah. did not. I did. Instead of doing a colour service, I had a pair of tweezers and I just I went through and I plucked all of the little Oh my god out of his head. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. There's this thing called touch up spray. Use yes. that. Yes. No yeah. plucking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you know, each to their own. Whatever works. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so what about um like what if somebody did want to get their hair dyed obviously we would recommend it the same kind of process as what they would if they were if it was um you know having cuts and colors and all that kind of stuff so trial it at least a month or two months before your actually actual wedding so that you know what it looks like I mean obviously you don't I do know somebody who did a box dye um, a male who did a box dye um, two days before his wedding and it was awful you could tell that it was a box dye yeah so there is um, a little bit of a difference between the dye that that the way we apply dye for women and the way we apply dye for men men don't men want to look as natural as possible um, most of the time so having like a straight up box color dye on your hair is going to make it look very flat and 2d we're kind of going to go into lego man mode a little bit there with that sort of result <laughs> oh um yeah so just sort of going to a barber if you can find a, a specialized barber like a service um that can offer those services i have trained mm. in that it's coming up more and more in the hairdressing world there are um some amazing brands now that are catering to to dyeing hair for men and and we're, we're out doing those courses as well yeah. so i'd always recommend you going into a stylist but if you are doing it at home putting it on yourself I would be applying it with a comb through your yeah. hair instead of just putting it all on Agreed. because what we want to do is we just want to find the areas guys where you've got um, a little bit more gray or you just want to change the color a little bit you just want to lightly comb that through your hair so you're not getting like that stark all over look yeah you need um, that texture and that variation in tone in there. Otherwise, it can look super box dyed or it can look just literally like le Lego. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lego. Lego. Lego so, man. yeah, Lego man, definitely. So, I highly recommend combing it through as well. And even sometimes I will suggest leaving a little bit around the front or in certain areas um, so that you do have that texture variation. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and if also if you're going if you're having your hair cut you've not got a regular a regular stylist so you're having your hair cut before your wedding day ask them to leave the area around your crown a little bit longer because then you're going to avoid that weird little alfalfa sticky uppy <laughs> moment that you get in the back that just, we can't even get that to sit down with super glue like that yeah we all know we all know what I'm talking about here. <laughs> Leave it a I, have, I have cut one of those super super short so that because it was sticking up and there was nothing that we could do about it and this was actually for a photo shoot um not for a wedding but same sort of thing and there was just nothing I could do to get that little little baby to sit down so I cut it off <laughs> well it gets to oh my god it gets to a point <laughs> and then cutting <laughs> I'm mortified Sometimes you gotta do you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, if that thing if he's sticking up, you've got to get rid of him. Um ideally you want him left longer so that you're not facing that problem a couple of weeks later when you're on your honeymoon and you're going out and you're having dinner and like, hey, up at the back yeah. of the yeah. But um yeah, if it does go too short and it's sticking up, go shorter. 
go shorter. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Not with the clippers, guys. Not with the clippers. <laughs> you just want to cut that one bit, that little strand. Yeah, no yeah. No cross bunnies, thank you. No, no, not at all. And I think um, bringing it to skincare as well um, because we all know how much I love skincare. If there are skincare concerns that you have, um, try and do as much as you can pre-wedding um, because, again, on the day, there's not a lot that you can fix. Um, we can definitely apply foundation and powders, and I have before. Um, there's also products on the market for, like, anti-sweat um, for the skin that you can put on. If, if you are a sweater um, and you don't want to sweat on the day, there are skincare products that you can put that will um, block the block the sweat on the actual day um, or you can use a touch-up powder as well that is like a completely translucent that you won't see so um, I think if you do have skincare concerns start to address them at least you know three months before your wedding mm-hmm. and and then um, you know we can manage things on the day if it's a little bit of powder or if you want to get some of the sweat stop um, stuff for your face as well so yeah, I think skincare-wise, um, start to prepare your skin as well as your beard and your hair a couple of months before your wedding. I am – so I'm a hair girly, Candice. I mm. have a question. Oh, yeah. Have you ever powdered the top of a bald man's head for your All wedding the time. Day? All the time. I yeah. love that. Yeah, I actually have a – product. there's a product available on the market and it's a cream um, and it's a mattifying cream. So it actually mats it down. Um, really? And it lasts a little bit longer than what sort of a powder does. Um, you can use it under makeup or on top of makeup. You can use it under like hairspray and gel products and that kind of stuff. And it does because we use it on set all the time just it's, to mat the the um because sometimes the light can bounce quite a lot and it can well, they're shiny. Bring, they're yeah, well, they're shiny. Yeah, well, yeah. It actually brings attention to it, especially if it's just one spot. Um, you know, that's it's going to glare, it's going to be even more highlighted. So, definitely, um, there are products available that will mat that. I section. think you need to you need to find out and let us know what all those products are because that's such a good yeah. one for the guys, especially. Um, yep, any product that's kind of mattifying um, for their skin because men do tend to get really shiny on the day, but they don't want to wear makeup, but they want to, you know, a cream that's mattifying would be perfect for them, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 absolutely. On their bald heads. Yeah, definitely. There's also um SPF creams now that are mattifying. So I would even just recommend going to your pharmacy and getting a um an SPF that has a matte finish and really? that will actually yeah, yeah. And every that will time I put help. sunscreen on, it's like I'm a an oyster. Oh no, the cancer cancer council. The Cancer Council one, right. they do a matte finish. And that's, I think you can even just get that in like Coles and Woolies and, and that sort of stuff. Um, but it specifically says matte finish on it. Um, and that will definitely help mattify the area too. Well, I don't know about everybody else listening today, but God, I've learned some stuff today. Great. I just um, wanted to say thank you so much, Candace and Elizabeth, because it's been very insightful. But of course, I did. I knew it would be because my gloss girls are awesome. So thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you have any questions, I'm sure that the girls would love to do a live podcast for you. Mm. So if you put the word out there, um, send us a little message and we'd love to hear from you. You also can jump onto our speak pipe and send us any questions that you want to um, in regards to any topic that you want to and um, we will address them on the podcast so 
Thanks, girlies. Thanks for Thank jumping you. on. Thank you for having me. Oh, my gosh. So oh. much fun. Oh, we're having you back again. Don't you worry. Yay. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a Thanks. great day. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Tina here. Just a quick note before you go. I wanted to say thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. We really do appreciate your time. And I wanted to let you know that I have been privileged to write an incredible program for brides-to-be called The Ultimate Bride Guide. You can find out more about this at www.com theultimatebrideguide.com and find out how you can plan your wedding with ease and flow. Thanks guys. Till next time. With you the sun is shining 24 7 because when we're together it feels like we're in heaven. If it will get dark you'll be my million stars. I know I can lean on you. Oh you catch me like a leaf falling from a tree. If you'll be a shooting star, I'll make a wish No, I don't fake this kind of feeling, never felt so real My heart is on the table, cause you're my everything I do, 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 I wanna marry you Cause when you're around, I know it's true The way you make me feel is so good, baby So good, so good, every single day So good, so good Every single day was trying to part